Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. What's up, Big Sky Breakdown? Coming to you late night on a Thursday night, almost midnight. It's a new format we're going to be doing. Try to engage everybody, get you prepped up for the tournament in Boise. Uh, I'm also working. It's Colter Nuanas, by the way, SkylineSportsMT.com. That's where you can always find the Big Sky Breakdown podcast. Probably be playing some clips of this on Nuanas Now, our daily radio show as well. 1029 ESPN Missoula, uh, 1029 FM if you're in Western Montana or SWX Montana Television. Around the state of Montana, stream it, 029ESPN.com as well. So appreciate you being here. We're going to round up the Big Sky Conference games, give you a little bit of analysis for both the men's and women's league. You'll hear the same intro here, and this is just a way for us to sort of make the rounds and save some time, but also give you content that's presentable to you. But you always hear the, the same scoreboard with the scores from both the men's and women's league, and then we'll get into a little bit of analysis for each league, probably just you know a couple minutes, five to eight minutes on each league, uh, each of the men's and women's side of the Big Sky Conference each Thursday. So stay tuned for all that. Appreciate you being here. The uh, women's league tonight, five games. Sacramento State beat Northern Colorado 65-55. Eastern Washington beat Weber State 74-61. Montana, it's funny, this ESPN scoreboard says Montana – one fifty nine fifty seven over Northern Arizona, but that's actually not true. We're going to get into that. A wild finish in the Lady Grizz game, but NAU wins sixty to fifty nine. False alarm for Lady Grizz. So Utah snaps Montana State's eight game winning streak seventy to sixty. Idaho State drills Idaho one hundred three to sixty eight. Montana State wins their tenth in a row seventy seven seventy four over Portland State. Northern Arizona beats Montana in overtime, 72-67. Idaho State beats Idaho, 79-70. Weber State loses at Eastern Washington, two straight losses for Weber. And Northern Colorado beats Sac State, 79-61. Big Sky Breakdown presented in part by Blackfoot Communications as well as Alpine Touch. Appreciate Blackfoot for all their support in all our podcasting endeavors. And appreciate Alpine Touch for all their support across the board. Everything we've done at Skyline Sports and ESPN Missoula. Could have done it without those guys and love working with them as well. You can always find all their great products at alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. So some instant reactions from the Women's League at the Big Sky Conference tonight. Uh, first, a story. I'm sitting down at Dahlberg Arena. I'm more intently watching the Montana State men's game because that's the bigger game, probably the biggest of the games played by the Montana schools, although with the fact that <laughs> three out of the four of them lost, that made the games a little bit more uh, quote-unquote big. Just uh, they weren't as big on paper, but I'm sitting down there watching a slugfest between NAU and Montana in men's hoops, and uh, the Dahlberg Arena PA guy announces Lady Grizz 59, Northern Arizona 57, and uh, the modest crowd on hand cheers, <laughs> and uh, then at halftime of the men's game because the women's game tipped at 6 p.m. Halftime of the men's game, so this is probably about. Eight, our good friend Chris Redpath, who comes on our ESPN radio show every Thursday for Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. By the way, anybody listening to this women's basketball recap, 
you should definitely listen to that part of the show as well. Uh, four to five every Thursday, Krista, former Lady Grizz, and a uh, Big Sky Conference media member now uh, does the color commentary for the conference tournament. She comes over and says, Coulter, the PA guy got it wrong. The Lady Grizz lost. And I'm like, what do you mean? I, I, th- I saw that they hit a buzzer beater again. She said, no, they reviewed the clock, and they found that there was about a second left, and then NAU ran a crazy inbounds play, and Karika Rashid gets a shot off at the buzzer that goes in, and then a phantom foul is called, and she gets a free throw. And instead of the Lady Grizz winning on a Sophia Styles buzzer beater by two, instead the Lady Grizz lose 60-59. to 59. And that just starts what was a pretty crazy night in Big Sky basketball, whether it's uh, Montana State losing at Southern Utah, uh, Bobcats' eight-game winning streak snapped. Or not the fact that Idaho State beat Idaho. Not That's not that surprising. But the fact that they beat them by 40, uh, that's pretty unbelievable. So, uh, anyways, I mean, Andrew, the fact that the Lady Grizz lost like that, it was such a weird scenario because it took the PA guy at Dahlberg about <laughs> 45 minutes to even know or correct it. A lot of deflation on the men's game as well, but uh, crazy ending for the Lady Grizz. Well, I want to know what the reaction was when he finally announced the right score, right? right? Totally. When he came back 45 minutes later and said, hey, wait a second. Well, everybody at Dahlberg Arena was too busy screaming at the referees because that was another common theme tonight. And, uh, you know, you just know it's conference basketball with games being played in the state of Montana when people are complaining and bitching and moaning about the refs. Well, and we'll get to that later, (laughs) I guess, when we talk about the men's side. Uh, I guess the Lady Grizz had a little something to complain about at the end of this game, too. Yeah, Looked like... Man, tough foul call to give her the and one. Yes. I don't know if the, the ref... Didn't think that shot was going in and one to give Northern Arizona a chance to tie it at the end, but what a what a play by Kyrika Rashid. Back cutting off an inbounds play from half court. Great pass from Nina Radford from the side inbounds. Rashid catches it almost with one hand with her left hand as she's going up. Sort of forces it up with two. Hits the front of the rim and falls over to tie it. And the free throw, regardless of what you think of the foul call, gives Northern Arizona a win with no time left. Sort of shocking, Coulter, but we talked about this. After the Lady Grizz lost to Idaho State, you know, last week, you need to make those plays at the end of games. That's just a play that you can't give up at the end of games. And we were talking about that in the context of the Idaho State game. One second left on the shot clock, Tamika Whitman drives down the lane, uncontested layup that she just has to put up to beat the shot clock on an inbounds play. Same thing here, man. You you can't let them get the ball there. Well, and in conference play... You just have to – closing out games is what determines everything. And I think we saw it in Missoula on Saturday when Seton Sobolewski coached uh, – outcoached Brian Holzinger down the stretch uh, and Idaho State beat Montana. Idaho State, is they just have a championship culture. They know how to close games. Montana State's women's team does. Montana State's men's team proven they can do it. Like the Grizz men, they blew it on uh, Thursday. And uh, it was basically not being able to close that game out. They have been better at closing games out this year. But, I mean, that's what this comes down to. But this was an impactful night overall, just broadly. Let's talk about just the, the broad nature of this slate because Montana losing and, and matter of fact, losing to NAU, now those two teams are tied in the win column in, in Big Sky play. I guess NAU's probably ahead of Montana in the win column now, right? Tied in the loss column. Tied, tied in the loss column, right, because that was NAU's eighth conference win. So NAU 8-5 and five in league play and Montana now 7-5 and five in league play. The other big result, though, was MSU losing. The Cats were atop the Big Sky Conference. 
uh, for a moment in time, and now they're sitting there a game behind Idaho State in the win column and uh, tied with Southern Utah. And uh, a part of it was probably the quick turnaround. I mean, not only did Montana State have so many games in such a short span, but also they didn't even know they were playing Southern Utah until Tuesday evening, basically, because of a cancellation with Portland State. But uh, this was uh, an interesting night just in terms of the way the standings flipped. And it's funny because you and I both agreed Idaho State's been the team to beat all along. It's just taken now a full seven or eight weeks of conference play to get here, but now Idaho State finally atop the league standings all alone. Well, we've got it really nicely lined up after tonight. we got three teams at the top with three losses in Idaho State, Southern Utah, Montana State, three teams behind them with five losses apiece in terms of Sac State, Northern Arizona, and Montana. A bunch of those teams played each other tonight. For Montana State, I think I think it just caught up with them, Coulter, and you saw it at the end of the game here because Taylor Jansen hit a shot with 18 seconds left to send it to overtime for Montana State, and they got outscored 12-2 to in overtime, and after... You know, playing in a crazy game against Idaho on on Monday, right? right? And winning that one 96-84, but having to come back from a double-digit fourth-quarter deficit in that one and having to play all the way to the end in that one. And as you're talking about the crazy stretch of games that they have been playing, I wouldn't be surprised if it caught up to them. And it's not, it's not a bad thing that it did catch up to them. Of course it was going to. It's circumstances everybody's dealing with right now, too. But there is reprieve. Because Portland State, the only winless team in the league, no games for the Vikings Thursday, Saturday, or Monday because of COVID protocols in their program. And so that means Lady Grizz, they were supposed to be on the road four games in eight days on the road, but instead they get to come home uh, despite the heartbreaking loss at NAU. And the Cats also get to come back from Southern Utah. They both play again on Monday. So Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at Go. Blackfoot.com slash apply. The only other result we're talking about on this Big Sky Breakdown presented by Blackfoot Communications and Alpine Touch is just that Idaho State because um, people that know know. I'm not going to call it bad blood, but it's certainly not uh, all roses and uh, wine with John Newley and uh, Pocatello, man. Like it's uh, Newley was at Idaho State famously. He's also been at Idaho since then. He's also played many times and won big games and lost big games to Idaho State, but to no love lost. And uh, Bengals put it on the Vandals tonight. This is what people don't see about this Idaho State team, man. When they are clicking, they are the best offensive team in the league, and that's what they can do. I mean, they they can grind you down on defense, man, but they can also run you out of the gym. And they shot 58% tonight, which they won't always do. But, man, that Idaho State, that Idaho team, excuse me, has got some problems on defense, or at least they've been having some problems on defense in the last week, giving up 96 points to Montana State and now 103 points to Idaho State, and those are the two best teams in the league. But that's not good. Um, and just a great performance for Idaho State. You adore Golesh coming back. She's been struggling since she ke- since she's been out with a finger injury. Off the bench for 21 points tonight, hit four of six threes. So really good to see that, and... Uh, 
Steph yours, man. The efficiency tour continues. 11 points, but on only six shots, eight assists, game high plus 33, and I think like 23 minutes. So she's just, when it comes to efficiency, she's got it. And the last thing I wanted to mention here, going back to that Montana State-Southern Utah game, big win for Southern Utah, actually, which is a team that's been hanging up at the top of the standings for a while. A team that really I have not believed in, and I have that on record. But man, we're more than halfway through the conference season here. They've only got three losses. They just knocked off the team that was in first place. It's a big win when it comes to like making a name for Southern Utah, and we'll see if they can hang around through the end of the season. Women's League, very fun right now. We'll be back with more women's coverage uh, Saturday, so stay tuned for that. SkylineSportsMT.com, Big Sky Breakdown. Alpine Touch is legendary around the state of Montana for providing delicious seasonings for every grilling occasion. Now, Alpine Touch offers so much more, from a savory new barbecue sauce to spicy pepper blends to tasty barbecue rubs. In addition to the classic, Alpine Touch has a variety of seasoning salts for whatever you need to spice up. Now that the holidays are over, Alpine Touch makes a perfect thank you gift to show your friends and relatives you love them. Alpine Touch, available at retail locations around Montana or online at alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. 